Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Let's talk a little bit about a headline. We don't usually do the news. That was something I did before for years and years, uh, providing psychological commentary on news events. We're going to do it again, but it's going to have applicability to you and pain to power. And that is Simone Biles. So everyone or so many people now know that Simone Biles, the much celebrated gymnast, former gold medalist at the Olympics, withdrew from multiple events at this Tokyo Olympics, citing the fact that she kind of felt what she called the twisties midair while trying to execute an incredibly complex maneuver, turning around two and a half times. I'd be lucky enough to do that on the floor, uh, walking it out carefully without falling. She does it midair or was attempting to do it midair and just got lost, if you will. Didn't have a sense of where her body was in time and space. Very dangerous stuff because then, you know, God forbid you land on your head, your neck, your back, could be profound consequences. So Simone Biles had the courage to stand up and say, uh, I'm not doing well and I'm not going to force things because I'm not feeling it. Uh, she implied that she was struggling with whether it's anxiety or it's depression. Uh, I know that she said that she takes Adderall for attention deficit problems. Maybe there were issues getting the proper Adderall into the country. I know there are some hurdles that you face when you uh, compete, depending on which country you're competing in. Uh, certainly, if you changed your dose or you stopped your medicine, you might feel very different while trying to compete. So I don't know. I have no idea. But what I do know is that in the way of pain to power, Simone Beals or Biles gives us a very good example because she didn't feel at the point at which everything was set up. So many people expecting her to compete and to win in Tokyo. She nonetheless decided at the very last minute, the very last second, in fact, right after a performance, that performance in which she said, I'm just not myself. This is dangerous. I'm not doing it. She decided the whole plan's changing. Number one, that shows that she considers herself the master of her own destiny. She's not going to bow to expectations simply because people have a particular set of expectations of her. Uh, she didn't say, oh, it's too embarrassing. I better try it. Even if I am hurt, people will understand it more if I'm physically hurt. She actually said, no, I'm still in control. I'm the one in control. And in fact, the only one in control of whether I go forward with this. Very bold and important stuff. A great example. Now, I can tell you, since she's a competitor who charts out and organizes and thinks through floor routines from beginning to end, that Simone Biles also knows that this isn't the end of her story. By the way, if it were, and she were a gold medalist gymnast who then went on and became an attorney or a teacher or anything else, having skipped this particular set of performances, that would be fine. That's not the end of the world either, because we don't know 
all the different things she might do in life, but as someone who plans out her next move and a series of those moves and is not without a willingness to be coached and have advisors and a team around her, no doubt she knows, hey, this is a page in my story or a short chapter in my story or a chapter in my story. It's not the whole story. It's not the story entire. I suspect she also knows that the future defines the past, something else that I've mentioned during these Pain to Power podcasts, meaning this. If Simone Biles returns for another Olympics and gets another gold medal, she's three times the size that she was, right? The comeback, the comeback is the iconic human story. In some ways, winning one gold medal after another, a la Mark Spitz, and then becoming you know, a healthcare professional. What a brilliant story that is. However, to come back from adversity, the pain to power pathway is even more celebrated. I'm at the edge of my seat. I didn't, you know, listen, I'm not a big gymnastics fan. I don't know if you are, you know, if you're not involved in gymnastics, I don't know if you're likely to be a gigantic gymnastics fan. But I'm now interested. She's got my attention. Simone Biles was willing to say, hey, this is my show and my life. I can make executive decisions. By the way, so can you. And that's why I'm mentioning this. You can do that too. And you should refuse refuse to be defined by any one event in your life or series of events. They don't define you. You're the writer of your life story. I have no idea what's next for Simone Biles. I hope she does. But if she doesn't, she'll figure it out. Because you're not without ink. The ink flows. It's kind of like the legend or story in the Bible of the oil and the lamp in the temple lasting many more days than It seemingly could have lasted. There's more oil. It's inexplicable. There's more ink for your story. It never runs out. We have no idea what the next routine in Simone Biles' life story will be. What will the next chapter be? What will it be for you? No matter how much adversity you've faced, if you've launched yourself metaphorically midair, and decided midair, I'm not doing this. I'm not able to finish this business plan or I get a step back from this college experience or, you know, this marriage, it's been a mistake. I got to reset, rethink. Maybe you get divorced or you go through depression. You have to recover or you're disappointed because someone you thought was your best friend doesn't come through for you. Whatever these reversals are, You're not out of ink. You're not out of next pages. You're not out of the next part of your story. As long as you believe that, and as long as you see that the future is going to determine the past, not the past determining the future. You can do anything no matter where you're starting from. You can stop midair and decide, I'm not executing that maneuver and then return months or years later and nail it. But you don't even have to return. 
You can decide there's a whole other routine you want, or there's a whole other career. Career. You can sit back and interpret, what does it mean that I was midair about to execute this incredible maneuver and I didn't do it? I felt as though I couldn't. I felt lost and lost. My body and mind were not one. I, I wasn't able to chart that trajectory anymore. And I would encourage Simone Biles, I don't know her, but I'd encourage her to, to think that expansively and metaphorically. It's not just about necessarily uh, the uh, workings of her inner ears determining where she is in space and time and maybe not allowing her the feedback necessary to, you know, nail or pinpoint just where she is and how she's twisting and turning and whether her feet will land exactly where they're supposed to. Um, no, it might be that that event was literally meant, meant, and I mean that, like from on high, somehow that the universe had literally interceded at that moment on worldwide TV with millions and millions of people watching, that was the moment when she took a different path. And that's okay. Because there's more ink and more light. More oil to burn. There's always more. Let other people think you're defeated or that you're done. It's like Mark Twain said, that famous quote when some newspaper reported that uh, he had passed away, he, he said, rumors of my death are greatly exaggerated. Rumors of our giving in, giving up, being done, rolling over, if we embrace the pain to power formula, will always be greatly exaggerated because we'll always have a next act, a next page, a next chapter in our stories because the pen is ours and the universe or God is making the ink flow infinitely. I know that sounds like heady stuff, but I mean it infinitely. You can count on it. And if you count on it, call that having faith. If you count on it, you can make decisions that other people look at. They shake their heads. They wrinkle their brows. And they say, what, what, how could you possibly make that decision that changes so many things? Well, yeah, I'll be okay. There's another day and the story hasn't been written yet. Uh, we haven't written, as I like to say, when I was a journalist, when I worked at Newsweek for a short time, when I wrote for the Washington Post, the Baltimore Sun, I'd have to write at the end of the articles, the typed version at that time. We had typewriters back then, believe it or not. Like I had to correct stuff with corrector fluid, which was a miracle in and of itself. Before that, you had to like erase things and you'd put a, a hole in the paper, okay? Uh, or you'd wet the top of the eraser and then you really knew you were very likely to make good progress getting the letter erased, but you'd probably go through the paper. Terrible, terrible stuff. But anyhow, uh, they told us, hey, write 30, a dash mark, and then the number 30 at the end of each piece, meaning that's it, no more words coming, um, we're done. Uh, don't be looking for another diagram or uh, another paragraph. This is the end of that article. Um, and so that's what you'd do. You'd submit it with a 30 at the end. Well, guess what? 
as long as you're living and breathing on this planet, there's no 30 at the end of your life story. I don't even know if there's a 30 at the end of your story once you're not on this planet. Nobody can tell us that other than if you believe there are people who absolutely believe and have faith that there is. But no one can tell you that there isn't. And no one can certainly tell you that while you are living and breathing and waking up and taking in nourishment on this planet, that your story is over or has been defined. Says who? Says who? Remember, the comeback is the iconic story. And coming back to yourself, coming back to yourself is what it's all about. Nothing else really matters. You know, let everybody worry for themselves. Let uh, those who watched Simone Biles and thought of her as somehow, you know, not having the, the grit to turn another one time in the air and risk everything. Let them have their own narratives. Who knows where that comes from? Who knows? Maybe they bemoaned, you know, a dad or mom in their family not really going for it in life. And now they're projecting that onto Ms. Biles. Doesn't matter. That's their narrative, their story, their interpretation. Let them have it. What matters is your story interpreted by you, written page by page by you, chapter by chapter, in exactly the way you would hope to do so. And that's not easy. It's not so easy writing. Writing clearly and with, uh, you know, goal-directed thoughts. And you know what? It's okay that that's okay, too, to meander in a manuscript, the manuscript of your life. That's all right. To edit, it's fine. To introduce new characters that you didn't know would be making appearances on, on stage, that's okay. Just never get off the stage yourself. Okay? That's the message. That's the message. You can endure so much as long as you say, huh, well, that's interesting. I wonder what will happen next. I mean, there's some tough examples of this, right? If you encounter an illness, that's, it's tough stuff. It's rough. It's painful. You think about your mortality. You think about leaving people you love. There's still the question of how you're going to conduct yourself during that period of time. And guess what? You're not dead. You know, I'd much rather have it said of me that while exhausted and nearly sidelined by an illness that I kept crawling to my desk to write another page. That would be a gift, I hope, I think, to my kids to know that. That the last letter I penned, the last key I touched, the last page I turned in a book, you know, was with my last breath. Let them take that to the bank. Let them journey forward in their own lives with that as fuel. The, the undying fuel that fed that oil lamp in the great temple in the Bible for longer and longer and longer. We are all that light, that eternal light, I promise you. And um, that's why uh, Simone Biles is far from done. She's no doubt stronger than ever. And she didn't have my attention before. 
She really didn't. Maybe I'm not as moved by incredible, you know, achievement. But somebody who can take it on the chin and get up off the canvas and say, hey, look, I'll run my own life. I'll fight my own fight. If I want to, you know, put, you know, ice on this, you know, ripped up eyelid of mine and fight on, I will. If I want to fight next week, I'll do that and take the pass right now. I've got a strategy or I'm going to, I'm going to be alert for the next bit of strategy and actualize it and live it out. Those are the people who get my attention. So I think you're one of those people. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this pain to power podcast. You probably wouldn't know about it and you definitely wouldn't come to the end of it. Uh, which by the way is only the beginning of the next one. You get my point. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times, making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain to Power. Com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.